Geek Shock. Geek I Shock. know a boy, his name is Zach. He loves to fit, yeah, he loves to stack. Yeah, construction is his knack. Hey, Zach! Hey. Wayne's Wiener. No, no. <laughs> toe. <laughs> Literally. There's a whole market. A There's a market. <laughs> oh, oh. You can see me in this little piggy five. <laughs> 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 that sent shivers down Barry's spine because he saw it. <laughs> he saw it in his brain like, oh. mind. He saw it in his brain mind. Uh. <laughs> this little another? piggy five, Revenge oh, of the man. Kang Nail. Instead man. of cum shots, it's toe jam. Yep. Hey, uh, oh. <laughs> Welcome, folks. It's Geek Shock number 124. <laughs> oh. I am Master Torgo. I am Dr. Vlarg. The famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Commander K. And just Michael. Gentlemen, welcome back. It's been a hell of a week. Oh, yes, it, it has. Yeah. It's almost a crazy done. week. Now, I, I, uh, I'm a big fan of last week's show. I know. <laughs> he was, he was laughing might have, for you hours. You might have thought weird, but I've, I've listened to that so many times. Have you really? I have. <laughs> That, okay, I will think weird. I still got to listen that. to it all the way yeah. through. He like after you guys all left, he was laughing for like hours about it, and I was listening to him edit back there, and just like every five ten minutes, just chortling out loud, and uh, yeah, and, right. and even at, and like every time he'd take a break, he's like, "Dude, I think this is our funniest show ever." Wow. And I'm well, like, no "Ever?" Pressure. He goes, "Ever." So that is a great, well, great story. Well, I'm bringing, it? very well told. <laughs> I'm bringing it up mainly. Do uh, harken back to uh, Commander K's story about guffawing at Albertsons. Yes, and uh, just Michael's. You know, oh yeah, almost getting almost getting kicked off the bus. Uh, we received a uh, email regarding last week's show. <laughs> of course, oh. we did. Uh, from uh, Hen J Ten. Uh, subject, you assholes. <laughs> Do you know this person? No. No, I don't either. This no. is great. I love it. Fan mail. Hello, Couchcast. <laughs> I am currently in my school bathroom <laughs> writing this email because while I was in class, I slipped my headphone wire up my sleeve and listened to episode 123 of Geek <laughs> <laughs> Not recommended. Well, there's your problem. <laughs> I usually can keep the laughs in, but when Paul went off on his Hornymon song... <laughs> really? Hornymon? That's what got you? Hornymon. Fucking Hornymon. I wow. burst out laughing. I could not help it. Don't the, the teacher him. came over to me and said, what was that? And I was silent. But I was able to slip the iPod down my pants and put it on the ground. <laughs> Fuck nice. you and keep up the amazing work. <laughs> That's our fans. Oh, way to go. I love Insult it. Insult and compliment us at the same yeah. time. No, that's great. No, that's great. Good, 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 good. Good for you. Listen whenever you can. No better time than in class because, oh man, the days, the, the years I wasted in school. Oh. Here, here. God, I hated school so much. Hated school. Woo! So just. Stay Keep cool it. and uh, what you're doing. Barry had Barry had a point last week. He's like, you should listen to it on your way home from school because <laughs> it's going to be the best part of your day. Well, wherever you can listen <laughs> now, to it. Thanks now, for Paul, writing in. We appreciate yeah, it. I wonder what class yeah. you were in. Yeah, now, really. now, Paul, one would assume meeting you and your comedy background that you're you might, retarded. You might have been, well, <laughs> beyond that, that you might have it's been the a class clown in school. Were you? 
Not really. No. In certain okay. situations, I suppose. But it took me a long time to blossom. Uh, did you? <laughs> <laughs> Culminating yeah. in that moment, right there. There's a delicate that, flower. Oh, oh it's Bart that chicken. Blossom? No, it's going the wrong the way. Show. Blossom. Uh, this is blossom. Yeah, that, no, well, that's uh, fuck. That, that's no, a, like, blossom. Uh, right. By the end of high school, I had come out of my shell and had kind of found my own. Uh, to give you an example, on senior day, I won the Spirit of the Drama Club Award. Very the, nice. The Spirit of the Chorus Award. Even and the, better. And the Spirit of the Latin Club Award. Oh, that's trifecta. So basically, it was the trifecta of extracurricular activities. <laughs> so everything not involving school directly, I excelled at. <laughs> and just having a big, goofy personality. I, you know, I, and I, you know, I was very, I was very active in extracurricular stuff. I was doing plays. I was uh, performing an all-state chorus. And I was uh, a uh, state officer treasurer in the Junior Classical League, which was the Latin Club. Oh, wait, so you so you sang and, and and you acted. Did you dance? I'm not a triple threat, Barry. <laughs> no, that would be that would be Torgo. I can't dance. Oh yeah, I now mean, you, you see me shuffle the rug. I could dance. I've but seen it's you not dance good. on stage. No, okay, I I'm fake not, it. I'm yeah. not super dancey. I'm not super dancey. Not, not since like first grade when I choreographed that. Uh, uh, aerobics exercise bit to Pac-Man Fever. <laughs> so, so, so oh, when did the you know that, in my head. that huh? you wanted to do comedy? Huh? If you weren't class clown, when did you know that comedy was where oh, you, what figured, you wanted to be? Well, I always loved, was interested in it. Um, it hit me. Uh, I went to nerd camp when I was 17, uh, my senior or my, my between my uh, junior and senior years of high school. What's nerd camp? Nerd camp was Governor Scholars Program. And for five weeks, you get to go play college. And pick well, that's any, right. You've talked about pick that any before. major that you want. This was the life changing experience for little Paul, and so I picked theater, and you get to interact with all the other majors, doing all kinds of other big, interesting, thoughtful stuff, and it's like it's very utopian and very fun because you've got 250 of the brightest kids from all of Kentucky stuck on a campus playing college together, right? I know. Oh, okay, great. Wow. Wired it. Let's just ostracize the entire state. Right. Oh, man. Do it. Do it. A lot you of know it. people it's in Kentucky, right there. okay? It's, it's ready to grab. You, oh, take a look at University of Kentucky's medical school. It's one of the top, right, and not to mention their farming school. Whatever. Anyway, uh, I don't have to justify Kentucky to you. Damn. <laughs> I spent 21 good years. But I did, I did get the fuck out of there. Uh, GSP is, in, is intended to encourage bright students to stay in the state doesn't ah. always work that way uh but it's also it, it got me my full ride scholarship pretty much full ride scholarship to the university of louisville which was the only way i was going to college because i didn't want to go to college um and uh because i hated school but anyway in uh during that time during those five weeks doing theater and stuff there was one guy there who had worked with the harvard lampoon he had gone to harvard and uh, okay and he was one of the ras there and he knew improv games so he put up a little flyer there's all kinds of little extracurricular stuff going on there he put up a little flyer and we wanted to get together and do some improv and i'd heard about it i wanted to check it out so i did i had a natural affinity for it natural knack for it and like the first time I, I did that, played a couple of games, I was like, well, that's what I want to do. Boom, snap. Because it it's everything. Because improv awesome. is everything. Because there's so many things that I, I like. I have so many diverse interests. I don't focus on any one thing properly or get expert at anything. I'm just pretty good at a lot of shit. And so uh, that's why improv really stuck to me. And, I, and for whatever reason, I was like, that's what I want to do. And it took me till uh, two years after that to really find improv again when I was doing workshop 
workshopping a scene for an acting class at the University of Louisville. Across the way in this uh, student center, I saw a group of five kids playing improv games. And I was like, they're playing improv games. So I went over and introduced myself. And I didn't know these people from Adam. They were college dropouts. And they were all part of Improv Nito, which was the first troupe I got into. <laughs> and so uh, we all became friends. And that's where I got my real start of just going up on a stage at a coffee ho- coffee house and doing five scenes as a vampire a night. And, uh, you know, learning by sucking and <laughs> literally mm-hmm. and uh, just being really terrible for a long time. But but getting the chops of being in front of there's no substitute, especially in improvisation, for just getting up in front of people and going for it. So I, that's where I cut my teeth. Twice told coffee house down there on Bargetown road. And, um, the rest is history. All right. Let's open up the phone lines. Akron, Ohio. Hello. <laughs> Shut that bitch up. <laughs> so, so uh, speaking of improv and not bad improv, uh, you, you, you might want to make any announcement here. Oh yes, actually I do. Uh, <laughs> I tried to lead you yeah, into it, thank you. you. <laughs> I was like, you're going Larry Swing King on me over here. I got close. <laughs> so, so long story short, in Vegas doing improv, doing too Second late. City. Anyway, uh, too late. You're right, Paul. Nice story. Super, oh! super yum yum two. Don't super yum yum two is is the name of my improv troupe that I've been together with for almost ten years with some of my bestest buds. Uh, Two of whom are in Chicago. One is in, out in L.A. now. Irene and Doug and Griffin. And uh, we are getting together to do a celebratory annual show. The 23rd, this Friday, at the Plaza Hotel inside the Insurgo Theater space. It's only 10 bucks. If you're in the Vegas listening vicinity, please come out. You can see the famous Paul put on a show. Uh, not that you can't see me every Monday night at the set, but this is even more spectacular and special. So please do come out and uh, support the show. You'll see some other Couchcast people as well, probably. Uh, some more Geek Shock folks. Uh, yeah, the, the bar here. is raised when those four are together, for it, sure. It's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. And, and we, you know, you, the longer you play with uh, certain people, the better you get. And uh, it's funny, like uh, Mick Napier, one of the improv gurus out in Chicago, he likes to say uh, improv uh, as you get older, becomes a lot like sex. You could do it with anybody, but there's only certain people you really want to do it with. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah it's all of them. Wait. Huh? What? Barry wants to have sex with everybody. I know. So he doesn't understand. I know. He doesn't understand. He doesn't understand. No, he's not old like me Paul. yet. He's not old like me yet. But, yeah. uh, but anyway, it should be a really rollicking good yeah. time. Barry also didn't get carded today, so that was, that was enjoyable. Fuck you. <clears throat> Well, it's because he looks like a damn Mayan uh, troll. No, <laughs> he's the oldest lady I know. He's the <laughs> oldest lady I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, Barry. If you put a kerchief on, you're a 68 year old Russian woman. Oh boy. <laughs> Where is my babushka? Oh no, I'm old Barry Russian lady. Oh. <laughs> Oh, why, why is there no vodka and dancing with legs in bent position? Why? Ha! Fun. You're going to miss this. Yeah, I'm going to miss it, all right? <laughs> We're just trying to make Houston look better for you. <laughs> I don't know if miss is the word I'd use exactly. Yeah, Barry took me out to uh, dinner today. Nice. That was a big and, geek thing. And, and Did you get Todd second base? Nice. <laughs> Good. I'm a cheap date. I, I was not informed of dinner. What the hell? Where the well, fuck were you? Well, you just said it was all about getting sex. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, that's right. I don't put out. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> if I want a long, drawn-out story, I call you. <laughs> no, when you need something fixed technologically, you call me. Make it work here. What is penis? <laughs> I said technologically. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> There's no technology behind. If that. you put out more, you, you know. would know this. <laughs> no, we went to get some Philly cheesesteaks. Oh, shout out to Jen. Hi, Jen. Hi, Jen. You're awesome. Yep. I bought something awesome today, and it's okay. It's like a, it's like an us gift, and she knows I was gonna get it. Um, Deb, not Jen. Oh, okay. Uh, like, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it it fast. No. Things go fast. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hell of a cheesesteak. I bought a hacked Xbox. Nice. <laughs> he did. Yep. It's got all twenty six hundred games, all the NES, Super NES, Sega Master System, Turbo Graphics sixteen games. It's gonna be fun for years. Amen. It is. The old original Xbox, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, Very nice. So good. We've Very talked about, about doing that. that forever and just haven't done it. Well, now you should. It was only 100 bucks. Any other geeky things to do this week, guys? I got Skyrim. I really like Skyrim. Yeah, you love it? Oh, my gosh. I really like it. It's, yeah. It's a ridiculously good game. It's really good. It's like Grand Theft Auto. It's that much freedom. Like, I've never played an RPG where I really felt like I could do whatever I want. Yeah. It's really great. It's an alternate like, life. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going for this <laughs> other quest. I'm like going to talk to these gray beard dudes. I'm still way way early in. I'm like two mm-hmm. hours in or whatever, four hours maybe, and I'm just trotting along. And you know, I'm exploring all kinds of little side paths, and I come up on this cave. Uh, <laughs> did you go to this cave? Well, the, I don't know which cave the, you talking about. The the, the uh, there are a lot of caves. that cave. The cave well, that's got the thing with the hole in the, the, the lost knife. The lost knife caves or something like that. I don't know. The something knife familiar. caves. No, I don't think so. There was a gang called the something knife. Ah, and they have this big cave full of them and i went in there and i killed a bunch of them and took all their shit and then left and i was like wow (laughs) and then i went to a fortress i went to a fortress and it comes you sell the shit out of this game no 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 no, this this fire mage these fire mages and i keep shooting them and i kill them all and then i go downstairs and start fucking with stuff and and the great thing is it's very intuitive it really is. It doesn't handhold, but it doesn't scare you away from shit. Yeah. Like, and I'm not worried to level stuff up because I know it's gonna. It's all. You can level everything up eventually, I guess. Right. You can level all the skills up to a hundred, but you can't get all the perks. Oh, really? How many perks? Uh, I'm not sure how much it boils down to. When you hit level fifty, then the leveling goes a lot slower, and then the uh, perks don't come as quick. But. Ah, I don't know where the level cap is sitting right now. But well, that's okay. One. That changes my strategy a little bit. I got to do a little more research because I don't want to waste do all my perks. Hell of a lot of perks, though. but it's pretty awesome. But I went down there and I found a, 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 a like a place where you enchant weapons and stuff. Oh yes. What do you call that? An enchanting en- table. Not enchanting. Is yeah. it called enchanting? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and it's like you have when to you, destroy when you enchant stuff. That's called enchanting. Oh, boy, yeah. beats your <clears throat> genius. But <laughs> watch it there, babushka. Uh, so you have to, it says you have to destroy a weapon to get a thing. Well, I found a fire sword in this, in this temple. So I broke the fire sword and then I stuck the fire sword enchantment on my bow and arrow. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, I've got a fire bow and arrow. Yeah. I'm like, wow, (laughs) this is awesome. (laughs) It's great. It's a great Damn, that game is good. Yeah. Yeah, Didn't, didn't you tell me, Todd, that you're like 80 some hours in and you've only done like two dungeons or something no, like no, that? No, 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 40 dungeons of the 150 oh. that are in the game. 80 hours in, yeah. Yeah, 80 uh, hours in two dungeons. 
I would, no, well, he, I kill he does bears. a lot of side I things. I kill a lot of bears. Well, and that's Barrels. what I got. <laughs> I got attacked by a mountain lion thing. Oh, yeah. Saber and, thing. Yeah. Uh, saber tooth thing. thing. And it killed my horse. So I went back to my last save. He's very sad about this, too. I can I see it in his eyes. Oh, I was really. What? He misses that horse. What I'll was the horse's you. name? Uh, it, I didn't get a chance to name it. Oh, well. That fast. You can't name it. I don't <laughs> think you can name your You can name you can. anything. No. You can name your uh, magic items. Yeah, but you can't name your horse. No, you can't. Well, let me tell you something. You, you can't have a in horse in real life. Can you name it? <laughs> sure. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you write its name like Charlie on the side of the horse in a, in a magic marker? No. Maybe. You just fucking name it. <laughs> I didn't name this horse. Well, if you did name it, what would you have named it? I would have named it the horse that cost me a thousand gold. Uh, <laughs> and then proceeded to get eaten by a and I, tiger. Yeah, and I didn't want it. It sounds yeah. like a racehorse yeah. name. Yeah. And coming into third turn, it's the horse that cost me a thousand gold. And if you'd have named this horse a horse that cost me a thousand gold Which is now in its the beginning. Name. It's now its name. You wouldn't have rode the damn thing. You'd have sold it back for the horse that would find me lots of gold. No. this No, it... it I, 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 it cost a thousand gold to buy. Not that I lost. Anyway, no. <laughs> hey, good story. Well, so, if that's its claim wow. to fame, what does this horse do for me? It cost me a thousand gold. Fuck that. I want the horse that ran really fast, but the, the, <laughs> that can the, run. That can run faster than the uh, mountain lion. I only explored so many villages. This was the only horse guy, and this is the only horse. You know who you are now. Your name in the game is the warrior with a horse that cost a thousand gold. That's your claim to fame. I'll take it. That was your Re-roll. one horse town story. Well, <laughs> yes, it was a one horse town. So then, but when I first started, I got my arrows right. I got a bow and arrow, which I, I was like, and I've been focusing on bow and arrow. So you're a horse archer, motherfucker. <laughs> yes, what? you said it. I'm the horse that cost a thousand gold archer. Yes, so I'm an archer. I'm trying to get better and better at archery and. Uh, we do it off the horse. The first thing I did was I I I saw a fox and I was like, oh, I'll shoot that fox. And so I <laughs> she chased was that. like, no, don't shoot me. I, I chased the fox. And Megan was like, me. Well, I chased the fox. Stupid and I got like it. a fox. It took me a long time. Well, I've got I got an arrow in it and it was all wandering around with an arrow in it, not feeling good. Oh. And I like what? And I took it out. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, I felt really bad for killing that fox. <laughs> <laughs> so I went up to it and I was like, well, what? And I got my arrows back. And I got a fox pelt. And I was like, that's it? That's all I got? Well, it's a fox. Well, I yeah, I mean, that, well, you think it's got some potions and the, shit? Well, I didn't realize. I was actually getting my uh, aiming up, I guess. It got, it got, mm-hmm. get, okay. adding, adding some points in that. But but at the start, I was just, I, I don't know. I, I just want, I say it's a testament to Bethesda, the job that they did in creating a realistic world to where, because that's how I would react if I actually shot an arrow into an animal. The, I would feel really bad. I'm sure the time. International Red Cross would be very happy to hear that you're <laughs> feeling Fuck sad you, about International Red Cross. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like that's what I mean. Like it's legit. It's a it's a teaching tool, if anything. Oh, clearly. So I went to <laughs> I went to Calico Ghost Town. Uh, my dad was in town. We we're like, Ooh. let's go for a road trip. So we went down there and uh, went into a cave and didn't fight anybody. <laughs> so I think I'm gonna pick up Skyrim now. And uh, was it called the cave with nothing in it? Uh, no, it was. It, it did have a sixty-five thousand dollar glory hole, which uh, we were we were interested. Wait, in. ho, 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 check ho, that ho, out. What yeah. incredible horse yeah. mouth is on the other end? Yeah. Maggie, Maggie's mine. It was called Maggie's mine. Oh! Oh! Like throwing a hot dog down. My, Maggie's my, mine. My, this is my dad and I. We go there and and we're reading the history in the Speed town and into Maggie's mine. And the, and the history of the town's like, oh, you know, it, it had this many people. It had a prospering, you know, 
uh, mine industry and even maintained a red light district. So my dad and I are sitting there like, where is the red light district? And apparently, I think we, we think it was Maggie's Mine. That was like, oh, honey, I got to go to work. I got to go, go, go to Maggie's Mine. Yeah. Yeah, we're pulling, we're pulling that silver out of that sixty-five thousand dollar glory hole. Uh-huh. Sure you were. Sure That's you what were. on, uh, on what do you call it on on the soup when they talk about that fucking show, the um, Alaskan gold diggers or whatever. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Glory hole. Always the glory hole. I did bacon and chocolate this weekend. Yeah, that was, isn't ooh. it amazing. It is. It is everything I thought it could be and more. It's, it works best, I find, with dark chocolate. Where'd you so have that? I went to Max Brenner's in the uh, forum shops, uh, and we ordered fondue. Dude, strawberries, bananas, cookies, marshmallows, fuck all that. Pshaw. Just, just get bacon. Bacon. <laughs> he's he's not wrong. Uh, the, the chocolate dipped Hardly bacon ever. is... Well, yeah, you're wrong most of the time, but in you're this case... You're wrong about that you're, right now. You're not, you're not wrong. <laughs> it's it's ch- Chocolate dipped bacon is fucking fantastic. They call me not wrong Barry. No, that's not what they call you. <laughs> no one they calls call you man lady here. Until you're eaten by a saber-toothed cat and then you're... <laughs> the horse that caught me. Yeah. And then you're just dental floss at that point. Your <laughs> <laughs> long lady locks are just dental floss for a saber-tooth. <laughs> saber-tooth dental floss. All right, let's move into this. Uh, yeah. News you don't give a shit about. You guys want to hear a joke first? No, no, we're well, already it, in it news fits, we don't it give It fits a in the about. category, so go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Since we're coming up on the holidays, why doesn't Santa it's, Claus have any kids? Why? why does? Because he only comes once a year, and usually it's down a chimney. So most of his ejaculate is often consumed by fire or finds its way into an errant bird's nest. <laughs> have another Sour Patch Kid. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a Mattingly joke unless it has that extra, that that little additional, the paragraph of explanation. (laughs) (laughs) News you don't give a shit about. The owners of the Atlanta Braves baseball team are reportedly in negotiations with Disney Pixar over the title of their next big release, Brave. Because it's called Brave. And that is also the singular version of Braves. And now there is a trademark battle that the Atlanta Braves have chosen to pursue. Wow. According to Stitch Kingdom, the Atlanta National League Baseball Club, which owns the Atlanta Braves, has filed a formal objection to Disney Pixar's trademark application for the word Brave. Even though the Braves do not have a trademark on the singular Brave, trademarks are specific to singular and plural words, they still believe that referring to a single member of the team as a Brave is still common enough to warrant a complaint against Disney. Uh, Because of this, and also because the singular Brave has been used on official team merchandise, the club believes that Disney's trademark will cause damages. Uh, However, this is not an actual lawsuit, at least not now at least. Negotiations are taking place between Disney and the team owners, quote, in regard to several of the objective filings with the ball club intending to file an objection against yet another of the registrants. Why don't the damn Indians, the actual Indian people, (laughs) the actual actual Native Americans get up in arms about this shit? Fuck off. What a bunch of garbage. It is. Well, you're not not allowed to do the tomahawk chop anymore because... Not allowed, or is it frowned upon? I bet that shit still happens. It all still time. happens. I'll do it, it still right happens. now. Oh, Stop, Barry. You. you look real. Do something. 
You and your dark complexion and deep set features. You make me scared I'm going to get scalped. And the long hair. And the long hair. <laughs> oh. They call me two dogs fucking. <laughs> Barry, heap scary sitting on couch. Mm, me no want wampum. Hey, Barry, you have him fire water? Barry. Have you, a drink, everybody. Barry. Barry you, we found another ethnic minority to you, you, bag on. You Yay. dip them in chocolate. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Make, he, make heap uh, wampum dip them bigger than uh, you. gotta make that theme song. Speaking yeah. of water. He's racially insensitive, Paul. <laughs> I think I'm racially hypersensitive. Well, you're certainly fox sensitive, so. <laughs> and that's it for the wow. shit news. Yeah. Wow, oh, really? really? Yeah, I yeah, like I, that. That's crazy. So let's do Weekend Geek. Yay. What do I care about? Let's see. A man from New York has been sentenced to a year in federal prison for downloading and distributing Fox's X-Men Origins Wolverine before it was released in theaters. <laughs> he should have gotten that for going to see it. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ethnic man by way of Fat Albert. <laughs> what? <laughs> really? It's a, hey-o, hey-o. You are correct, sir. Hey-o. No, Fat Albert's a totally different voice. Uh, hey, hey, Dad. Uh, it turns out Mudfoot, Mudfoot had a heart attack. Can we help him out? Oh, Fat Albert, that's not cool, man. Rudy, no, 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 yeah, stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The 49 year old Gilberto Sanchez was sentenced to Los Angeles, sentenced in Los Angeles yesterday after pleading guilty. He was sentenced to Los Angeles. (laughs) That's terrible. I hear my stick. Fucking hell. Fucking cruel. John Tucker just escaped from LA. (laughs) Really? (laughs) I sent you to Los Angeles. (laughs) Oh, shit. You have no car. <laughs> <laughs> he was sentenced in Los Angeles yesterday after pleading guilty to charges against him. According to the Associated Press, Sanchez pleaded guilty in March to one count of uploading a copyrighted work being prepared for commercial distribution. Prosecutors say he admitted uploading a work print copy of the 2009 film about one month before it was released in theaters, then publicized the upload on two websites. Unquote. They say as a result... The film was infringed up to one million times online. The Hollywood Reporter said Sanchez bought a copy of the 2009 Hugh Jackman superhero movie on a street corner near his home in the Bronx and was sentenced by U.S. District Judge Margaret Morrow, who described his actions as extremely serious. Sanchez was sentenced to a year in prison and a year of supervised release and and numerous computer restrictions. The federal prison sentence handed down in this case sends a strong message of deterrence to the would-be internet pirates, U.S. Attorney Andre Biot, uh, Birot Jr. said in a statement. The Justice Department will pursue <clears throat> and prosecute persons who seek to steal the intellectual pros- property of this nation. Although uh, Sanchez proliferated, proliferated the file, authorities have yet to find the person who originally leaked it. Hmm. Gross. Yeah. So he bought, he bought it on a street corner and then put it uh, yeah. What? Oh, okay. That's exactly it. Is that all right? All right. <clears throat> and a man was arrested in Oregon after assaulting three customers at a Toys R Us with a lightsaber. According really? to yeah, according to Oregon Live, he ceased 
his attack on customers. The unnamed assailant soon left the store but remained in the parking lot. When police arrived, they tried to arrest him, but he kept swinging his saber in a threatening Sith-like manner. Whoa, 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 hold on. Sith-like manner. I'm only, I read the stories as I get them. As opposed to a Jedi-like manner? Uh, you know what, because Or a fucking nut job in the toy store-like <laughs> manner? Or Padawan manner? Uh, maybe. Mm-hmm. At that point, he should have stopped waving the lightsaber, and just when the police approached him, said, these aren't the droids you're looking for. Yeah. They weren't looking for droids, asshole. They were looking for a crazy <laughs> lightsaber. That's how they busted him. Yeah, that's why they busted him. We're not looking for droids, asshole. We're looking for a crazy <laughs> fuck with a saber. I, I meant, hands oh, your goddamn back. Lightning, lightning. Ah. <laughs> lightning bolt, lightning bolt. And this is, my fa- this is my favorite part of the story. Uh, police then tried to taser him. Uh, obviously imbued with the power of the dark side, the assailant swatted away the wires with the lightsaber. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> wow! Lightning blast! All right, suddenly this became a cool story. <laughs> Saber beats taser every time. That's awesome. The official, uh, the, sorry, the officers finally arrested the man after grabbing him and pinning him to the ground. The suspect, identified only as a three, thirty-three-year-old Hillsborough man, was treated by <laughs> medics at the scene and taken to an area hospital for a mental evaluation. Okay. <laughs> what color was the lightsaber? Blue. Really? Ooh, well, how wow. could it have been a Sith-like man? Yeah, I know. What the hell? Everyone knows. Those are Jedi lightsabers. <laughs> Everyone knows. Well, if they knew enough to say Sith-like manner, motherfucker, you should know. <laughs> Whoever was writing the story probably called up one of the IT guys. Is like, I need to beef up my story some. Give me some Read nerd this sentence words. and give me some nerd words <laughs> to insert words. in here. He's like, well, you yeah. can say he swung it in a Sith-like manner. Perfect. <laughs> might be well, awesome. everyone knows that Mace Windu is an agent of the Sith. No, he's there not. we go. No, again. he's not. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> pulled the wool over our eyes for that one. So. Shut up. Are you serious about that? He you is. seriously think that? It's watch Phantom Menace. Must I? No. <laughs> but there are several instances in Phantom Menace. I'm going to do a Harry Plinkett type thing. Oh, that's Lord. what I need to do with the Phantom Menace thing to show it's how it's already he's been a, done. He did one with the Phantom Menace. Well, yeah, it's, but, it's but just how just to show how he's aged. It's funny because that's 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 actually that's good for uh, Cracked that did the five fan theories that actually make sense. Oh yeah, like yeah. one of them, James Bond is actually the name, the code name of the spy. That's right. why yeah. they're different, James. You know, and the way you explain the Mace Windu thing, it's like, wow. No, it's not. It's like, uh. What? <laughs> I, I, I like it. Every I time like he has said that story, it always seems like a stretch. We recorded this theory. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's, that's, yeah. That exists out here. Look, it, look, look, look it up on one of our older... Yes, just hit the tag, Mace Windu Conspiracy, because we've got that. You <laughs> I know. probably do have it on there. Yeah, we don't, actually. Yeah, no. Oh. I didn't think so. No. Uh, <laughs> we should. <laughs> if well, we'll have a tag you, on you, this you, episode. You, you, find <laughs> that, you find that episode for me, and I'll... Uh, yeah, there oh, you go. Oh, oh! Tag it. Paul, you find. Wow. That's when he started zoning out. Yeah, he's like, nope, that, no. It's not worth it. Did I mention I hate school? <laughs> Lego and Warner Brothers announced a partnership that gives Lego exclusive rights to develop construction sets and other toys based on Peter Jackson's version of Tolkien's work, Lord of the Rings. The multi-year licensing agreement grants access to the library of characters, settings, and stories for the Lord of the Rings property, as well as films The Hobbit, An Unexpected Journey, and The Hobbit There and Back Again. The Lord of the Rings construction sets are slated for a rolling global launch beginning in June 2012 in the United States, 
with Lego <laughs> the Hobbits, an unexpected journey scheduled for later in the year. You know I Lego... I know a boy, uh, his name is... <laughs> what? Frodo, he's a Lego maniac. That's not even... You, I don't, you, I don't know what you're that's saying. That's the best you've got for that? <laughs> wow. Wow. Frodo. 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 Frodo the Lego maniac. The only reason and it worked in the first place is his name was Zack. That's what makes it funny that they put Frodo <laughs> in. No, I, I thought we already had the engine warmed up. <laughs> I know a boy. His name is Frodo. He's a Lego Does maniac. It say it again. Maybe it'll be funny the second time. I know time. a boy. His name is Samwise Gamgee. He's a Lego maniac. Uh, that's not, no. Uh, Samwise Gamgee. I turn the engine off and then you're just having to crank it again. We'll I thought we were no, this, already. This is a, where you turn it off, but it keeps going for like oh, a minute. It's out of tune, so it continues to chug along. He's a Lego maniac. Gandalf. Gandalf. He's Still not working. <laughs> this is what you do when you're alone in your apartment and the, and the lights go out because you haven't paid your power bill. You just make stupid songs and you I laugh know, at them. boy, his name is the Dark King of the Nazgul. He's a Lego maniac. Dark King of the Nazgul. Dark King of the Nazgul. He's a Lego maniac. Did you have your goddamn heart attack already? Have some more Sour Patch Kids. And Woo! it's Witch King. Witch King? Oh. I don't know. I thought I was referring to the right one. No, shut up. Oh, Lich King. Witch King. Witch King? It's Witch King. Lich King is... And, uh, uh, oh. Wow. Don't give him more names. Just moving on. Stephen yeah. Moffat. <laughs> okay. Not Thank a Lego maniac. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Stephen Moffat has confirmed that Doctor Who would be meeting a new friend and that the Pond's days were numbered. Uh, and it's going to be heartbreaking. There is uh, still some debate as to what kind of roles, if any, Karen Gillian and Arthur Darville have in the rapidly approaching Christmas special. But uh, what has been speculated upon for now has finally been confirmed. Quote, Amy and Rory will be rejoining us next series and joining the Doctor back on the TARDIS. But the final days of the Pawns are coming and during the next series. I'm not telling you when, certainly not telling you how, but that story is going to come to a heartbreaking end. There are so many more adventures with the lovely Amy and the lovely Rory, so that story next series, during the series, uh, will be over. Damn it, why did I get to kill off the hottest companion he's had in, like, forever? And then sure. the Doctor is going to meet a new friend, and I'm not going to tell you anything about he, she, or it. Who knows? It is Doctor Who. There's a universe of people to choose from. Is it going to be another version of K-9? <laughs> yes, Master. Universe of people. Yes, it'll work so well the first time. <clears throat> I know, right? You know, Jeff, I'm starting to watch uh, some Doctor Who, and yeah. I enjoy I enjoy it, and what, what I'm kind of enjoying about it right now is, like, I don't know much about the universe, and I'm getting in, and the, and the episode's kind of... They stand on their own. You don't really yes. need a whole lot of, of background on what's going on. Yep. You know, you just no, kinda... real easy to get into. Yeah, it's real easy to get into. But like, if I want to, if I want to know more about Doctor Who and the universe of Doctor Who, where's the best place to go? Just keep Wikipedia. watching. Literally, literally, <laughs> yeah. keep no, watching. They, yeah, just keep, keep watching. watching. Do they, they really like really it, explain it, stuff? It will unfold stuff to you, and then it will give you where to go to from there. Because okay. quite frankly, if even if you started with the first Doctor. Of the BBC series, it's rough to watch now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, like really rough. I mean, <clears throat> I'm not even talking about like the the late seventies, early eighties, you know, runs, Ooh. which which were you know 
more recent, but still very Garsh, dated. Yeah. And, uh, and not only that, but Rose is your surrogate. She doesn't know what's going on either. So yeah. Yeah. you're yeah, exploring the world through her eyes. That right? that was the challenge when they relaunched this series. They wanted to make it stand on its own, but still tie into the original. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I frankly, they've done a fantastic job of it. Yeah, I just got to the. Uh, I just got done watching the Christopher Eccleston season one mm-hmm. and then moved into season two okay and uh yeah i just really enjoyed it for it, it, it's got that great quality of just you know you can jump in there and you don't know what's going on but yeah. it's okay because like you said rose is rose is kind of your guide she doesn't know what's going on so yeah just kind of enjoying the uh this new universe yeah their, their format works really well each episode does as you said stand really well on its own but then they have an overarching story mm-hmm. that runs through the the season slash series and is either wrapped up or carries into the next, but you could literally just watch one episode and yeah. not be lost, yeah. and then you know come back to it. And Moffat said he's going back to that format <clears throat> that there's not going to be these two parters really anymore, just single episode, single story. Oh, I like that was the other thing about things. the original Doctor Who series. It was like it was a daily show, so it had like five individual half hour or more episodes that mm. formed one long story. So uh. sometimes, uh, you know, PBS would just run it as like an hour and a half, two hour, right, just, just it run it over. all in one uncut. And it sounded like they were filming it in someone's basement. <laughs> <laughs> that was the restrictions of the technology of the day. Bullshit. <laughs> I say lost a bunch of those old episodes, right? <clears throat> uh, yeah, there's still, there's some, yeah. I think there's about 100 episodes that are still unaccounted for in the early times. Mm-hmm. They just uncovered two of them uh, this a couple weeks ago. Wow. From some vault in South America, I think. And part of the problem is they shot portions of it on film and portions of it on video and then cut it together before they aired it. So they don't have like one just like main archive where like all the footage is. It's all stored separately. It, it's crazy. It was it's, throwaway storytelling. Yeah. Yep. David Gutterson. Deba- uh, debuted in 1994 with his best-selling novel, Snow Falling on Cedars. But he's getting the Literary Review's Bad Sex and Fiction Award for his fifth novel, Ed King, a modern reimagining of the Oedipus myth. The Guardian said, Gutterson edged out strong competition from uh, Hakuri Marukami's <coughs> long-awaited new novel, IQ84, which sees the Japanese writer pen the immortal line, quote, A freshly made ear and a freshly made vagina look very much alike, Tango thought, unquote. <laughs> Tango? Tango. Freshly made Tenga? ear. I haven't read the novel. I don't know what it's referring to. How do you make an ear? According to the literary I've seen review. Them on rats. Uh, yeah. Gutterson won thanks in part of the his over reliance on coy terms such as family jewels, back door, and front parlor. Back door and front, front parlor. parlor. Yeah. Now, I never used the term parlor to describe that before. Liquor in the front, poker in the back. <laughs> Check. Rear. Check. Gentlemen, Rear. if I... Poker in the back. Rear. Poker in the back. Rear. <laughs> Poker in the back. You're not going to win this one, <laughs> He's doing it on purpose. Poker You're not going to win this one. I'm sorry. Someone, Poker someone the kicked the record player <laughs> That's Jeff's job. Uh, the, I can't reach him. Rear. I like, ran out of my Gentlemen, reach. if I may, the highlights of the novel yes. for which he won the award. Oh, okay. All right. In the shower, Ed stood with his hands at the back of his head like someone just arrested while she abused him with a bar of soap. After a while, he shut his eyes, and Diane, wielding her fingernails now and staring at his face, helped him out with two practiced hands, one squeezing the family jewels, the other vigorous with the soap and warm water treatment. 
It didn't take long for the beautiful and perfect Ed King to ejaculate for the fifth time in 12 hours while looking like Roman public bath statuary. Then they rinsed, dried, <clears throat> dressed, and went to an expensive restaurant for lunch. Unquote. Ah, 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 Five in 12 hours. In 12 hours. Well, he ain't no youthful Paul, Paul Mattingly. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Those were the uh, days. The salad days. The this toss is him salad taking on days. Toss. <laughs> the uh, Bad Sex and Fiction Prize was set up in 1993 to highlight and hopefully discourage the crude, tasteless, and often perfunctory use of redundant passages of sexual description in contemporary novels. Well, it's doing its job. Appropriately enough. <laughs> well, someone reads a lot. Gunderson's win was announced at the In and Out Club in London. Ah, oh, perfect. <laughs> The actual prize for the award, a plaster foot. What? Gutterson did not attend the announcement, but gave a lighthearted response to the honor. Quote, Oedipus practically invented bad sex, so I'm not in the least bit surprised. <laughs> All right. Well, good on him for taking it well. What's with the plaster foot? And good on her for giving it well. <laughs> no! Hello! And potato! Poker in the back! <laughs> Rear! Rear them! I can't <laughs> in this one. That's been a while since we had any Ghostbuster three news. Yay. Oh, I heard about this. But uh, this, this comes from the National Enquirer, so it's why I'm de- deeming it a rumor. Yes. Uh, but uh, Bill Murray's been holding back on a third flick for a long time now, and this actually seems so. This kind of seems plausible. According to insiders, uh, Murray, who has script approval on the project, has been refusing to take phone calls on the film's producers from the film's producers. And they send him rewrites. Uh, but he took things a step further with the last batch he received. Uh, rumor has it the last draft of the script sent to Murray was sent back to Aykroyd and Ramis completely shredded with a note that said, quote, No one wants to pay money to see fat old men chasing ghosts, unquote. In response, the same insiders say that uh, Ramis and Aykroyd will now go ahead without Murray for a third Ghostbusters flick, which Sigourney Weaver has apparently also signed on for. Uh, last we heard, Aykroyd wanted to get rolling with the production in spring, but with all the drama, who knows? Man. I think we do want to see Fat Old Men chasing ghosts. I think that's what we want. I think it'd be great. Well, I just, I hope he gets involved. Yeah, it's, it's, he's really kind of the core of the Busters. He yeah. absolutely is. They were kind of fat young men, too, so what's really the difference? I mean, <laughs> yeah. they're really fat now, yeah. but... And everything I'm hearing about the script is it's a torch-passing <clears throat> story. Yeah. So why not have the old guard pass it along? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Wasn't Ackroyd, he going to be dead for the film? That was the, the, that was the talk that he was going to be a ghost. He should have been. I mean, Aykroyd was always a little chunky, but Ramus, wow, he ballooned up big time. Wow. Well, I just don't want another year one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you want to feel that one, Todd? <laughs> you went and saw it. Oh, that's it? Year one. Oh, that was horrible. It yeah. was ugly, horrible <clears throat> yeah, mess. It's a terrible mess. He came home from seeing it. He's like, just went and saw year one. I'm like, oh, how was it? Oh, let me tell you. <laughs> it's bad. It was, it was, it was really it's bad. It's a really bad movie. That's a real bad movie. Well, look who it's got in it. Jack Black. Uh, I like Jack Sarah. Black. Michael Sarah can be good. Yeah. They, they had a lot of good people in it. It was just a bad script. Harold Ramis is great. It's just, yeah. Just I want to beat Jack bad. Black with Michael Sarah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Bethesda and parent company Zenimax Media have had a lot of numbers to tout since the release of the latest in its Elder Scrolls franchise. Skyrim has shipped, not sold, 10 million copies across all platforms since launch. 
The game has the second highest sales in November, and it was only 500,000 copies away from besting its prequel's lifetime sales by the end of its first month on shelves. But now Valve has weighed in in the post-release statistics. Uh, Jason Holtman, Valve's uh, business development director, was recently quoted as saying, Skyrim is the fastest-selling title in Steam's history. Giving the digital distribution platform eight-year history as a big PC game releases, including Valve's own games, pretty impressive accomplishment. That is pretty impressive, and I still haven't played the damn thing. It's awesome. Like you can shoot a fox out of fucking. Yeah, you do. You yeah. shoot a fox. Cry about it. Then like you cry. Pussy. Oh man. Yeah, shoot right. a fox. Cry radically. You have earned shoot the a pussy fox. perk. Crying maddingly. Be a fox. Get shot. <laughs> yes. Is good. Well, coming from a man who doesn't even name his horse. <laughs> I did now. <laughs> yeah, now. The horse that cost yeah. a thousand gold. That's right. After it's dead. He uh, rode through the just desert. Just like on- you cried. After you shot the fox. <laughs> Holy shit. Did you name the fox before you shot at it? Yeah, I named it Red Fox. And it said, hang on, Elizabeth, I'm coming. After I got it with the fucking arrow. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. I set him up for that. Sorry. <laughs> He's been through the mountains on a horse with no name. That's all we can say. only we didn't. All right. guys now. Uh, you remember back after the big Sony hacking fiasco when Sony pushed a PlayStation Network update that required all users to surrender their right to sue Sony? Yes. You aware of this? All right. Uh, well, now they are getting sued over it. Good. And there was a lot of questions about whether the move included the clause was actually legal, and now we're set to find out. Sony did, a, did provide a way to opt out of the clause, but it was hard to find and even harder to execute. And Microsoft and EA picked up on the idea and slapped it on Xbox Live and Origin, <clears> respectively. As I say, Microsoft did the same thing with yeah, that yeah. new update. And the real kicker yeah. is that Microsoft went one step further and made it impossible to opt out. Yep. Uh, the class action lawsuit covers everyone who owned a PS3 before the no-sue clause was enacted and seems to operate on the idea that PSN is something that the users were entitled to by use of virtue of purchasing the console before the clause. Uh, this should provide a nice counter-argument to Sony's argument, which will mo- certainly be, well, if you don't like it, then don't use it. Hopefully the law will land on the consumer side. And we can see the removal of these clause from terms of service. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's getting the law crazy. Those terms of service agreements are getting <clears throat> ridiculous. No. I mean, you, legal, you literally have no legal rights ever. You buy anything. No, you don't own the games that you buy. <clears throat> yeah, you don't own the games you buy. When you, when you buy you the disc, own... you're only buying the license to play that game. Yeah. You don't own the services that you purchase. You, you don't own anything. And, like, your only legal recourse is, like, binding arbitration. And nine times out of ten, they side with the company mm-hmm. that uh, hired them to do the arbitration anyway. So it's 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 awful. These terms of service things need to really be looked at by some kind of a, you know, judiciary panel. Good luck Ninjas. Yeah, it's never going to happen, but... So awful. Ninjas. I'm, I'm going to start back in ninjas. Yeah. Put the PayPal <laughs> donate button up for ninjas. Yeah. Uh, Louis C.K. Can you buy ninjas? Louis C.K. Fantastic comedian. Yes. So I'm live if they, the if they exist. Uh, in the past couple of years, he's what? a big stride. One exists. Yep. With the releases, several specials, launch of his uh, TV show. For his most recent release, however, he decided to shake things up a little bit and sell live at the Beacon Theater direct to his fa- uh, fans via PayPal for a paltry $5. No middleman, no DRM, no hassle, no fuss. At the time when many contenders holding are pushing for SOPA, 
and trying to DMCA take down the entire internet out of existence, mm-hmm. this move <clears throat> makes for a particularly interesting experiment. The result? He made money. He made lots of money. The special was released on December 10th and accompanied with a statement from Louis regarding potential pirates. On the website where the special is available for purchase, he said, To those who might wish to torrent this video, look, I don't really get the whole torrent thing. I don't know enough about it to judge either way. But I'd just like you to consider this. I made this video extremely easy to use against well-informed advice. I was told that it would be easier to torrent the way I made it, but I chose to do it this way anyway, because I want it to be easy for people to watch and enjoy this video in any way they want without corporate restrictions. Unquote. After three days of sales, Louis made a post disclosing his earnings so far, and they are not nothing. Again from the site. The show went on sale at noon on Saturday, December 10th. Twelve hours later, we had over 50,000 purchases, and I earned $250,000, breaking even on the cost of production and website. Wow. As of today, when he wrote this... We sold over 110,000 copies for a total of over $500,000, minus some money for PayPal charges, etc. I have a profit of around $200,000 after taxes, $75.58. This is less than I would have been paid by a large uh, this is less than I would have been paid by a large company to simply perform the show and let them sell it to you, but they would have charged you about $20 for the video. They would have also given you an encrypted and regionally restricted video of limited value, and they would have owned your private information for their own use. They would have withheld international availability indefinitely. This way, you only paid $5. And you can use the video any way you want. And if you want to watch it in Dublin, whatever city in Belgium or Dubai, I got paid nice, and I still own the video, as do you. You never have to join anything, and you never have to hear from us again. Oh, we've been doing that for good a while for now. Good for you, Louis C.K. Definitely good for you. Where's Mike? That I, uh, Hundreds of thousands. Uh, he was amazing at the at the Pearl, at the Palms. He was awesome. Um, so good on you, Louis C.K. Yeah. Way to go. And we've been covering soap a bit. Uh, but on the Ugh. dim but bright side, someone listed as J.I.S. or G.S. has created a simple... Beautiful illustration of how utterly ridiculous SOPA really is. Under SOPA, it, as it currently stands, an anti-SOPA petition on whitehouse.gov would lead to a nationwide block of whitehouse.gov on the whole. One of the many issues that SOPA has that is so offensive, it allows any and all sites with links to copyright content to be summarily blocked. A recent amendment has made this even more egregious, allowing ISPs to block entire domains even when a court order specifies one certain link or one particular page. The petition, which provides a link to a copyrighted image in its description, would, under SOPA, classify whitehouse.gov as a rogue site and flag it for censorship. It'd be pretty hard to come up with a more succinct way to illustrate the absurdity of the proposed act. And hopefully the message will hit home. That's that's cool. The SOPA hearings are due to resume Wednesday, and that's the day that this hits the web. So by the time you're hearing this, it's that day or past. And if it passes committee vote, it'll be on its way to the House floor unaltered. I uh, just want to add to this also, I don't know if you heard about the mega upload issue that happened. Side out there is mega upload. It's basically where you upload files. Yeah. Uh, a big star-studded spectacular 
commercial was put together saying how various stars would use mega, use mega upload to put their files upward. And they wrote an original song uh, for the commercial. Mm-hmm. Uh, Universal Music blocked the commercial to YouTube saying there was a copyright infringement. Even though Universal has absolutely nothing in that video whatsoever. They don't have that music oh, isn't belong wow. Universal. The uh, all the uh, entertainers that are in the commercial are contracted with uh, Mega Upload and have perfect and legal right to their use. So basically, Universal threw out a a request for it to be taken down. It was overruled, and then they put in a secondary request to take it down, which stood. Hmm. So when you have a company now that is just claiming that there is a problem with it, even though there is no connection with mm-hmm. that company. And this is before SOPA is even an act. Yeah, this is the powers they have now. Yeah. Because you know? yeah. now they uh, Mega Upload is taking it to the court, well, and Universal has to defend their decision to take this down. When SOPA gets passed, it no longer goes to the court. They just have the right to take it down on a suspected infringement. Even well, though, like it or not, yeah. they are they're going to create a second internet. That's what's going to happen. There's going to be a second black market style internet it's going to come up from, from the ground up it's going to be user controlled it'll come up and get corrupted as well but for a while it will supplant the garbage that's going on right now on the current internet how would that even work you'd have to I don't run know. it through through uh, current infrastructure and current infrastructure is run by big companies like you know Cisco, AT&T well with cloud type stuff who knows what could be accomplished with the new okay, infrastructure you, okay do you understand what I'm saying I hear you if there is no cloud there is only true there is just the infrastructure Zool. yeah I don't There'd know there have to be some kind of like virtual private network over we have to build over our own what? series over, of over tubes existing over infrastructure yeah. you need your own tubes literally tubes yeah the yeah. infrastructure is ARPNET which is government created yeah the ARPANET damn it I need, no, they, no, it's on corporate tubes. Well, it is now, but that's where the infrastructure started, and that's where yeah. it's based from. We used to have a, we used to have a, okay, Texbeak. We used to have a, a rack at the at the Colo down near um, the where the backbone hits through Vegas, mm-hmm. and that's all corporate owned, big corporate owned. The kind of corporations who will easily bend over backwards to please the government, lest they lose their privileged status. So again, we need new tubes. Or, you know, smart politicians. So tell me what's going to happen. Good luck with that one. The thing I like about that, though, is the the example of the whitehouse.gov is I I could see if SOPA were to actually, God forbid, pass, like uh, people like Anonymous actually flooding comments uh, 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 comments of corporate uh, entities so they end up blocking themselves, triggering blocks to themselves because they're doing all that and shutting them down because it's not just the corporate owner that could actually do that you you know you i mean you could use that against them yeah. that'd be actually kind basically of cool. if you by the basic right you could basically put a ugly cou- link to an ugly couch show episode and we could sue that corporation for having because uh, our mm-hmm. stuff's copyrighted yeah. google go. well fortunately sopa's been delayed till next year so any, well, any further hearings on it. Um, the they can committee make is still bill. meeting tomorrow, so yeah. we'll see. They will make another bill. It's like it. <coughs> well, they, All it takes is a scare. Look how the Patriot Act got signed into uh, law. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, that was... That's, that was that's, what? So far, that's our only 
that's our own, the only good point is that this is a big corporate thing and while people will have their knee-jerk uh, siding with business interests, there is not yet any kind of big scare where people, you know, the masses just suddenly get terrified of some particular thing. And that'd be, kind, that'd be a real stretch to actually pull out. Hmm. I was going to so. say, Patriot Act was forced through at a time when everybody literally did not know what was going on, nor did they read the act, nor did they care well, what was yeah. in it. People they don't know what's but, going but, but, on but, now. But it's still, you know, they still, they still renew it and stuff. Sure. That's why they call it Stop well, Online Piracy. People think, okay, yeah, I, I want to stop criminals. Let's stop online piracy. That's why they call it that. That's why, that's why it's not called Be Dickheads Act. Yeah, really. But it won't stop online piracy. No, it won't. At all. No. Fortunately, and and, and though, what, other, what other protections do we have? I mean, we had the, the president reneged on his promised veto of the indefinite detention yeah. fucking yeah. thing. Yeah. And, yeah. Scary. Yeah. Uh, there is a online petition on whitehouse.gov. It's the one I just uh, talked about. Yeah. And well, uh, I've signed it, so yeah, go, there's, go there, uh, go there and have fun. They had oh, to yeah. get 25,000 signatures by, I think it was January 17th, and they January already 12. have 29,000 yeah. signatures. Actually, when I saw it, it going. was at, at 32,000. Right. Wow. Yeah, so okay. it's already climbed well, that was, the time you saw it. Yeah, it was just earlier today Which that I read this? that article. Indefinite so. detention or SOPA? This SOPA. Is SOPA. This, SOPA. Is, this is the one that has the link to the... Uh, the copyrighted material, so that the the petition oh, okay. on the website itself is uh, uh, turns for SOPA blockage. We're going to be able yeah. to link to this, or have we already in previous uh, episodes? Or? We haven't yet, but we uh, I, I, we can include it in this. I, I've Unless got we links. get shut down, <laughs> I've got the links. I, I, I'm not I'm not saying I'll do it and not do it. I will do it. All right. And let's see, uh, William Shatner. Shatner. To, uh, to cleanse the palate. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Is bringing his one-man show to New York. What's yep. called, modestly enough, Shatner's World, We Just Live In It. <laughs> <laughs> Love and it. It's going to run for two, possibly three weeks at the Music Box Theater in February. His show is based on years of Q&As he's done to hawk his book, Star Trek Memories, Up Till Now, an Autobiography, Get a Life, and his masterpiece, Shatner Rules, your guide to understanding the Shatnerverse and the world at large. Shatner-verse. The Shatnerverse. Awesome. The limited Broadway engagement will kick off the 15-week national tour. And Shatner was looking for a director to help shape his act before he faces the New York critics. Asked what he was most looking for in a director. He replied, <laughs> Price. <laughs> Not Priceline. <laughs> and at a recent concert in New Zealand, the Foo Fighters rocked so hard it caused geological tremors similar to those of an actual earthquake. What? All right. New Zealand's GeoNet blog reports that two seismic stations outside the stadium, no more than two kilometers away, detected a, quote, strong low frequency of tremors during the time of the concert, with the strength of the tremors corresponding to the highs and lows of the music. Uh, Hilariously, the uh, strength of the levels recorded were consistent with volcanic activity. Nice. Tenacious D opened for the Foo Fighters, which is when the first signal of the tremors were recorded. But when the Foo Fighters took the stage is when the biggest ones took hold. <laughs> nice. Oh. New Zealand. That, they, they they're like hard. resting on an entire layer of eggshells or something. <laughs> that whole country just... Are they, are they part ready. of the Ring of Fire? I think, I think, the, I, I think they're there. on the edge, yeah. yeah. And, and they, I mean, you know, <clears throat> Wellington, it, it's like when they had that earthquake, it's just by dint of the fact that, you know, New Zealand is not super densely populated as compared to, like, say, Japan, mm-hmm. that its numbers were not egregious. Sure. Because it, it, there, yeah. 
they have volcanoes and everything. Crazy. Oh yeah. And I know the north side of that that's where they have the bubbling mud pools and the it's really, really oh, that's volcanic good up bathing. There. Not to mention yeah. Mordor. Yeah, Mordor's up, up there. You got them <laughs> hobbits digging <laughs> in the hillsides. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Okay. I'll go where the orcs are. I know a boy, his name is Orc. He's a Lego maniac. Orc. Orc. He's a Lego He's a dork. Lego maniac. Uh. He's a Lego dork. That would work. Okay. I'm sitting, I'm I know sitting, a kid. His name is Orc. He is a Lego dork. Orc. Orc. <laughs> he is a Lego dork. Does he come from Orc? Mork. Is, he, is his name Mork? Does he like pork? Are you really? Are you really contributing to this? Wow! I'm, I'm, you, you, yeah. know, you know, you just I'm expressing is, my disdain this, here. This, this, oh well, he yeah, because that halts, that stops Paul Cole. You right. work. <laughs> you <laughs> express <laughs> disdain, and Paul's just like, oh no, I must stop the comedy. <laughs> Touche, Mister. Uh, Mr. There was no comedy here. Live it now. <laughs> This isn't comedy. This is tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? You got time. some tragedy? Write to us. Comments at UglyCouchShow.com. And, of course, watch the Ugly Couch Show itself. We tell you what to watch, what to read, what to play. And we mean yes. it. Yeah, and comments at UglyCouchShow.com. Yeah. You know, comments. Yeah. <laughs> Send all your hate mail to the famous Paul. Care of comments at UglyCouchShow.com. No People love me. <laughs> they do. I'm and adorable. Not, and not that he can... Go- sift through all the email he's got anyway <laughs> they do i still get people walking up to me when are we gonna get more robot in jail it's true is that true oh, yes yeah. it's true no it's not true. <laughs> it's not true it's it true. true i'm sorry We're, okay. it's true guys we, uh, uh yeah <laughs> We're in that fucking bottle. actually in the last few weeks i've gotten uh, a request for smokeskinski Nikolai Smokeski. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So we got to have a best of. We got to go. We got, we got Stop Smokeski. We got Robot in Jail. Worst of. We got. Uh, Are we going to have like an all new best of episode? Chinese that's just person. you doing everything. Speaking of Chinese person, I was, uh, oh, you know, Kim Jong il just recently died. Yes, he did. And I was listening to NPR and they did like some, uh, some interviews on the street of Los Angeles. You know, trying to get some uh, Korean towns kind of response to this. And they're interviewing this guy, but all I hear is you, you know. <laughs> I'm not I'm not I'm not from Koreatown. I'm I'm man in jail. I'm not really living in Korea. I'm la- there's a serious report. This guy's worried about his family and I'm laughing because I'm just hearing you and your Well that's a testament to the sensitivity of the ugly cow. <laughs> He's infected your oh, brain. My Lord. <laughs> I'm so ronry, so ronry, ronry and red and blue, really so ronry, what am I to do? And that's it for this oh, week. <laughs> Team America. You guys Fuck seen yeah! That? Watch great. that shit. Kim Jong Il is so funny in that. Oh yeah. Take yes. that, Hans Briggs. He will live. He will live in our yes. hearts forever. Great. Now, and what now, will you do, Parker and Matt Stone are gonna file a SOPA act to oh, no. shut yeah, us down because down. you sang part of their song. I got a feeling they might appreciate the old famous Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly love their shit like nobody's business. Yeah, that's true. They are awesome. But until next week, I am Master Torgo. Dr. Vlarg. The famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Commander Kim Jong-un. <laughs> Just Michael. And we'll see you next week in Geek. Is that what you're really? Kim Jong-un? That's what you're going to be mm-hmm. now? That's, that's who I'm going to be now? No, that's just... That's the new one. That's the new Kim Jong. Okay. 
He's, he's the one. I was just doing a shout out to our North they Korean. They replaced his I'm sure they watch it with his I'm new sure, guy. I'm sure they watch and that listen to us all the good. time. This in is North the one. Well, they go. put him in there. He kind of looks like his granddad, they say. I haven't seen light in 18 days. <laughs> <sighs> What's wrong with your visual receptors? Nothing. I'm a robot in jail. I'm a robot in the North Korean gulag. That's right. Oh. I spoke out against Dear Leader. And here is the shit I get. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to dust his family portrait. And they put me in jail. I'm a robot in jail. <laughs> Jeff, what do you think? Is that good? Is that working for you? I'm done. <laughs> Stay black. <laughs>